Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Justin Cooper coming today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. God. Today we'll start a new chapter in Genesis, chapter 31, and I'm excited to dive into this new text with you, and I pray God will speak to our hearts as we study the Word of God together. Isn't it a blessing to be saved? Isn't it a blessing to be in His service? Isn't it a blessing to have a church? Isn't it a blessing to have a Bible? Aren't you glad for an internet or radio that you can listen to the Word of God on? I tell you what, if you haven't said thank you to Jesus yet today, you ought to go ahead and say thank you. Above all that, we get heaven too. You know, Christ is coming any moment. He really is. There's nothing that is barring nor hindering the return of Christ for His church at this very moment. Jesus could come before we finish this next state. I bet I scared you right there. This next statement, he could come. You could hear the trumpet blow. You'll see the clouds roll back. Christ himself shall descend from heaven. He'll come in the clouds, call his church up. The graves will open. The dead in Christ will rise. Then you and I that are alive and remain get to take a flight without an airplane, transportation on silver wings, be called up to leave earth for eternity, all the glory for glory, leave this world for that world, and it'll be good. Won't it be wonderful there, having no burdens to bear? It'll be a good day in heaven. What a day that'll be when my Jesus I shall see when I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. I can't wait to stroll over the streets of heaven with you. It's going to be a good day, isn't it? This robe of flesh I'll drop and rise to seize the everlasting prize, then shout while passing through the air. It'll be a good day, heaven bound with the hammer down, going up like Superman, lose all gravitation, and then, listen to this, after the tribulation period, come back, ride on a white horse, shotgun with Jesus as he overthrows the armies of the Antichrist and rule and reigns for a thousand years. What a good future is in store for the church. We're winners either way. If we go or if we stay, we're not just on the whining side. Some folks act like it. We're on the winning side. And thank God we've got victory. Not that we're going to have it, but we've got it. And thank God it's already been secured for us in Jesus Christ. God has been better, 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 better than good to you and I. Genesis chapter 31. Now, if you missed our prior studies, those are available via the podcast. Google search Striving for Revival, and you'll find it in a hurry. It's on every major podcast platform, and that is there for you. And I pray you'll make yourself available to that and listen to as many as you'd like. And that way you can get your Bible out at home and a pen, take out some paper, put down some notes, and we can study our Bible together if you miss us when we're on any of these wonderful radio networks. All right, chapter 31. And he heard the words of Laban's sons, saying, Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's, he hath gotten glory. And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban, and behold, it was not toward him as before. And the Lord said unto Jacob, Return unto the land of, the fa- of thy fathers and thy kindred, and I will be with thee. And Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to, fi- to the field unto his flock, and said unto them, I see your father's countenance, that it is not toward me as before, but the God of my father hath been with me. And you know that with all my power I have served your father, and your father hath deceived me. And changed. Well, wait, wait, Jacob deceived him as well. Uh, let's read on and change my wages 10 times, but God suffered him not to hurt me. And he goes on and gives his case. Now, I, I understand God is in this thing. God is directing and God is guiding. 
but I want to say the statement. Bob Jones Sr. used to say, it is never right to do wrong to get a chance to do right. Shall we sin that grace shall we sin that grace shall abound? God forbid. We don't need to give grace occasion to be grace. Grace is grace. Anyway, we don't need to go out there and sin so that we can say, look how good God is. He didn't kill me for doing that. That's not what the Bible teaches at all. So I believe Jacob has done wrong in this situation. Jacob lied. Jacob stole, in essence. Jacob and Laban had a deal concerning their flocks, the cattle, the sheep, the things that they would divide among one another. And Jacob schemed and made uh, it so. He manipulated the situation so that it would come out in his favor. Now, I want you to notice what I read in verse 1 of chapter 31. Jacob is being uh, indicted by Laban's sons, and here's what they said. Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's hath he gotten glory. Now, I understand Laban's done wrong, Jacob has also done wrong, but I want to make an application for those of us in the ministry. Jacob has been, quote-unquote, serving Laban. But he has also been taking advantage of the one he is supposed to be serving. You and I, who have a position of leadership in Christian work, need to be very careful that we do not take advantage of those that we serve. People, and, and they ought to, people love and show affection to those that minister to them. And they are so good to them, to us, uh, with meals and with, with, with gifts and things. And that's, that's fine. I believe we ought to show honor and respect, and we ought to be good to our, our pastor. We ought to be good to, to uh, those who labor, uh, in our Sunday school teacher, whatever it is. Those who invest in us, we ought to be willing to invest back in them. We ought to pour into them. They've poured into us. So that's a good thing. But I'm talking to those who are on the leadership side. We should never manipulate. I'm going to pause here. We should never manipulate. We should never poor mouth. We should never try to get out of the people that we serve. Our job is to pour in. If they want to give back, that's between them and God. But our job is to pour in. We don't walk around talking about our needs all the time. We don't just pour mouth. You know what I you know what makes me sick is when a guy who's supposed to be a pastor, a leader, will get on Facebook and complain that his family's hurting for money or pour mouth about needing a job, this, that, and the other. Hey listen, you tell your people to pray about it. Why don't you get in a private place and pray about it? If you really believed God could supply, then you'd go to God with it. You wouldn't be getting on the world wide web and telling everybody how God hadn't come through. I can't stand that. Dr. Tom Malone used to make the statement. He said, I tell you what, he said, he said, great men, great men are no different than anyone else when it comes to having burdens and when it comes to having problems and when it comes to struggling. The difference is great men, leaders, can carry those burdens and you'll never know it. They can have a burden as big as an elephant on their back, and yet you would not even know that they were going through anything. In fact, I read, or not read, I heard the uh, the story that happened. Uh, an eyewitness told me where uh, a Dr. Malone, Tom Malone, walked into his church, Emmanuel Baptist Church in Pontiac, Michigan, and Dr. Malone had just had surgery on his knees and was hobbling in. He's an older man. His son was dying with cancer. He's dealing with problems in the church. A lot of issues going on in his life, a lot of heavy, weighty burdens. He walked in, 
And uh, there was a man that came up to him so discouraged and just beat down and poor-mouthing and complaining. And his burdens that he was sharing with Dr. Malone uh, were, were minuscule. I mean, it was like a gnat on the uh, flea, uh, rather a gnat on the, uh, on the tail of a lion or a flea hopping on the back of an elephant, just something tiny. And yet he was just broken by it, thought he couldn't go on. And this young preacher watched to see how Dr. Malone would act because he knew what Dr. Malone was going through. He said, Dr. Malone looked at that man and smiled and said, Brother, I'll pray for you. And he said, Well, how's God, how, how's your life going? He said, how's, how's God working in your life? And Dr. Malone said, God's good. Everything's good. He didn't even mention it. Why? He, he wasn't there to get, he was there to give. And I want to challenge you with that today. Let's be very careful that we don't get glory from somebody else, that we don't just go in and say, you know what, that person's got some money. I'm going to kind of just drop some hints around them to see if they might pass me a hundred bucks uh, or if they might pay my light bill or whatever it is. That's just not that's just not right. That's not what we're here for. We're supposed to be leading them and shepherding them and feeding them and sacrificing for them. And I promise you this, if you're good to people, people will be good to you. And there's nothing sweeter than that. There's nothing, there, there's nothing uh, more wholesome than that, that whenever there's genuine love going both directions, there's going to be giving both directions for God so loved that he gave. And it's going to happen, but you don't have to manipulate manipulate to get it. You don't have to steal to get it. You don't have to pressure to get it. You just love and serve and be real with people. And God will bless you. God will meet the need. But let's remember that, folks. You in ministry, you in positions of leadership and authority, let's not use position for gain. That is not what we're in this. We're in this thing to give. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I've enjoyed studying with you here in Genesis 31. We'll continue in this chapter next Bible study. Go ahead and read further down if you'd like. Get familiar with the text. And I'll see you next time we're here on the radio. Until then, join with me in praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.